Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. All right. I'm live. Am I live? And I'm talking to the people. That's the way we roll. That's because we're at the Northwest Women's Show. Hey, you all are listening. You're tuning into the Northwest Women's Show. And look, for those of you that have been listening to this all day, there are people here. They're walking through here. There's actually, my guest is actually here now, sitting right here. And they're children, they're men, but mostly women. Firemen. Firemen. <laughs> Did you go see the firemen? Oh, no. Was I, that the noise? I, I had to wait because I thought I wouldn't be able to talk to you after that, so I'd be breathless. <laughs> They're fabulous, though, aren't they? You know, they were at my house the other day. Oh, that's another story. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. We're getting off topic, but that's all right. You know, I, I just throw this away. We don't need to be talking to you about this. We can talk about something else. You know what? i got to tell everybody, this is, like, cool. My next guest here, Loretta Brown. We see each other once a year. Yeah. But that's going to change. Yeah. We're going to talk about personal guidance system uh, tips for 2012 and beyond. And I wasn't joking. I am really glad that uh, I think we should have a mega event on January 1st, 2013. I do. Uh, but let me just tell you a little bit about Loretta. I'm not going to be able to get it all in here. But I'm going to have her talk about herself. She has more certifications than most people uh, have hair on their head. <laughs> but more importantly, she's passionate about who she is. She understands what it's like to step out into the world, to understand a level of consciousness and understand a level of connection. Um, she's also the founder of Reiki Oasis, and she's doing some work on me, and I wish I need to get the, the work back on my back and my shoulder and everything. Um, but we're here to talk about, you know, what that personal guidance system is. What does it mean? Now, I want to just tell you that Loretta is going to be on air with me in these next bunch of months quite a bit. So you all get to have a little sneak preview. Not only that, she's also part of our panel tomorrow. Uh, and we're going to be doing, we're going to kick it up, the emotional and practical side of losing your home and your job. And you know what? I've lost both. I've been fired from every job I've had, and I was homeless at 17. So I totally get that conversation, um, and it doesn't really matter. It's painful. It's painful mm-hmm, to people. Mm-hmm. So you can be dancing around it and blaming people and worried about, you know, you shouldn't have got the loan with the interest, and actually it's all BS because the bottom line is no matter how you cut it, it is a painful experience, and there's nobody to blame, and there is no shame. So, Loretta. It's so good to have you here. It's great to be here. Thanks. And it's great to see you. You know, like you say, we only see each other once a year, but, you know, sometimes you just have that connection with I know you do. We were talking like we have like a past life thing, I think. Yeah, I think we do. I think think, we do, too. You know, we were, you know, well, I hate to say what it was, but (laughs) (laughs) had 
do with those firemen. No. <laughs> oh, I could talk about that. I'm I sorry. Could, I'm could sorry. talk about that. You we, know, yeah. we could put this over here. Put the, the, the notes for today. Put, put it over here. Have a different conversation. Oh, you two yeah, got me yeah, blushing. Well, now, here, now, I got you blushing. You know, Jessica walked away. <laughs> Jessica's like, I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm out of here. You know, yeah. uh, let's talk about personal guidance systems because Absolutely. most of us don't think we have them. Yeah. Do we? Yes, you do. Yeah. And the reason why I call it personal guidance system is because just like you have a, a global positioning system or a GPS in your car, you actually were born with your very own personal guidance system. And the location of that and the way to access that is something that I really work with people and teach them how to do it. So one of the questions that I get asked the most from people is, Loretta, what what are you talking about, personal guidance system? Are of you, course. What are you, you know, talking what about? What are you talking about? Are you talking about guides and angels? Are you talking about, um, you know, psychic abilities? Uh, what are you talking about? And the answer is it's everything. It's all of it. Well, why are we so quick to want to cut things out? This is what I don't get. Cut things out like yeah, like, like oh, our, it isn't this or it isn't that. Why don't we believe it is all of them? Well, because you know what I'm saying. We were taught as children to to hide it, to push it down, to deny it, um, and you know, not to not to tell too much about myself. But you know, when I was a little girl. Um, well, I was just born that way, you know. Oh, baby, I was born that way. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, anyway. You're on the right track, baby. <laughs> I'm on the right track, baby. Thank you. I was born that she way. She can sing. Yeah. But I, I came into this life with, with really um, uh, transparent abilities is what I say. I, I was very intuitive as a little girl, and uh, it didn't fit into uh, society. It didn't fit into the norm at that time, and... I was told I had a really good imagination, and I don't think I'm alone. See, I don't think I don't I'm think unique. you are either. I think every person has right. those abilities, those right. extrasensory abilities. Uh, call them psychic abilities. Call them whatever you will. Um, but because we were taught to shut them off, uh, turn them off, we feel lost. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that what you're t- we're talking about here is probably one of the most important things to talk about in preparation for 2012 yes. and what we call the epic awakening. You know, because, um, you know, when I look at the work that you do and, you know, and this conversation of special powers, you know, we are really talking about an awakening that allows each of us to understand that we do have those powers within. Yes. What's it going to take for us to get this, though? You know, we- as much as I do and as many people as I talk to, as many times I'm on air and, you know, all of that, I still wake up some days, you know, not believing, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. believing. Mm-hmm. So that takes us right down into the very heart or the very core of it, which is your underlying belief system. So in my personal guidance workshop, which I, I do two formats, I have in-person workshops and I also do teleconference, and which can go global, which is fabulous. I have people from all over the place on that call But what I really do in that is we begin the process by knowing thyself. You must be able to recognize your own vibrational pattern. And you've got to understand that you are a soul that has a body. You are a complete, unique being. And when you begin with that, what happens 
is that all of the blockages that you put in the way jump yeah. up. Yeah. Like I'm not good enough. Right. I've got to be. I've got to have superpowers. Right. Um, um, you know, I'm afraid. Right. And fear is one of the biggest ones that I'm running into. Well, did you hear my last? A little bit of my last interview. I did. Where I grew up yeah. stuttering. Yeah. Yeah. How could you not think you're stupid? I mean, as a young person, You'd given the culture to. we're in. Yeah, you right? have to. Yeah. Uh, the other belief I had also was it would never stop. Ah. Right? You know, if you and go back, so, you would never stop. Yeah. Yeah, was, this, is a, this is the way you are. It's the way you're going to be and, you know, how you're going to, you know, do that, uh, how you're going to move ahead. You know, but if we tap into what you're talking about, if we look at the personal guidance system, mm-hmm. then, you know, the next question is, how do we look at it and find the answers to whatever the questions are that we have about ourselves, about that's, life? Well, it's, it, that's where you have to learn. And let me put it this way. If I, uh, if I know I have a nose, which I have a nose, by the way. I'm yeah. really glad I have a nose. It hides things. But anyway, um, I know I have a nose. But let's say that as a child, I was, I was denied or, or was told that it was not okay to use my nose. Right. And one day I smelled an orange. Right. How would I interpret that information? Right. And number one, would I let myself smell it? Would I let myself appreciate it and enjoy it? Or would I try to shut it down or deny it? You see what I mean? Yeah. So we have the senses of the body, the five senses we know about. And then we have what's called the senses of the soul or the psychic senses. And there isn't just one. There's actually four. And every single person on the planet has them. But each person might have one that's more strong than another. Now, I do intuitive readings for people. I've done it my whole life. Even as a little girl, people used to ask me what was going to happen in the future. And my mother thought, she would say, you're so precocious, you know. And I'd think, no, that's exactly what's going to happen. (laughs) But um, every psychic you go to, if you go to one, has a different set of skills. Some of them are clairaudient. Right. Some of them are clairvoyant. Some are clairsentient, some are prophets and intuitives. And so you need to understand that you yourself, not only do you have all four of those senses, but you were born with them in a particular order that is there for you to help connect with your destiny, why it is you're on the planet, why you came. And so that's part of the training. What are your gifts? What gift order did they come in? And then... What about guides? What about your unseen helpers? What are they there for, and how can you tap into that? Well, you know, it's interesting, isn't it, because most children believe or express that they have these guides, right? Mm -hmm. Kids do this all the time. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then we get older, and then all of a sudden we don't have these guides. So where the heck do they go? I mean, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? It's like we got them as kids, then we get older, and, like, we don't have any more. Like, where do they go? But, you know, isn't part of this, is, you know, this world we live in where we're told, you know, to be real, to suck it up, to do things in a certain mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's only until recently have we actually gotten things like the ghost whisperer and some other things out there. Mm-hmm. You know, now, uh, and I met James Von Prague, who, you know, really was a consultant on that show. And now you have Ghost Hunter, you have... All of these psychic shows. I mean, what is that show? That that uh, paranormal activity (laughs) hit the the, the theaters. Everybody was scared to death. Then paranormal activity two 
And you went to see that and you got scared to death again. You know, I mean, well, we have a whole world of this now. We do, but let's let's take a look at that. So if I am sitting in my home and I'm thinking, gee, I'd really like to talk to my unseen guides, I'm going to be frightened to death. Oh, yeah. So unseen guides, what are they, dead people? <laughs> exactly. Dead people? I mean, look at the show The Sixth Sense. Yeah. That little kid in that show The Sixth Sense, that one line, I talk to dead people. Exactly. I talk to dead people. Come on. Now, everybody wants to talk to dead people. Yeah, or they're scared of it. Yeah. Or they're scared of it. <laughs> or, or you're scared of dead people and you still want to talk to dead people. I mean, don't you think? Well, exactly. I'm scared of it, but, you know, every, you know, get me a, a psychic or, you know, get me somebody on here mm-hmm. like you. And I'm like, okay, how many people are behind me? Who are my guides? Who are my guides? Who's behind you? Right? Yeah. And then when you find out, it's like, oh, no, get rid of them. But, you know, the personal guidance system is more than that. I mean, you know, we're talking about unseen helpers. And, uh, my God, you know. Well, the, the person. Loretta, don't, yeah. don't we need helpers? Yes. I mean, come on. Don't we need helpers here yes. at some level? Yes, we do. And and I'm going to say it this way, and, and and it comes out of the questions that people ask me. Number one, this is your life. This is your life. Nobody can live your life for you, not even your guides and angels or God or anybody. You're actually in this body to go through this life and have experiences. But wouldn't it be better to go through this life awake and being able to face what comes rather than being asleep and scared? And so when we when we talk about helpers... I begin at the physical level. So look around your world. Who are your helpers? Who are the people that you call up? You know, girls, girlfriends are great. You know, you got a problem, you call your girlfriends up, and, and, and you go out, and you, maybe you have girls' night out, and you have a glass of wine, and you all talk about what's going on, and, and you've got that support system. That's a great support system. You, you get together and talk about the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Absolutely. That's what you talk about. <laughs> or the fireman. No, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, we're back to that again. Anyway. <laughs> but um, you're right. We do. We do. Yeah. And so we... And it gets really lonely when we don't. It's very lonely. It's lonely. It's scary. It's frightened. And, you know, I heard you mention a little bit ago about, you know, people going through foreclosures, people losing their jobs. Um, times are changing, economic stress, yeah. all of this brings up our deepest fears, our shame, yeah. our grief. You know. Yeah. Honestly, the thing that really pisses me off, can I say that on an FCC station, <laughs> um, that really ticked me off about this, you know, it wasn't the economic times. You know, what, what really annoyed me and still does to this day is how we took people that believe in the American dream and accuse them of abusing it. Yes. Now, I don't know in what planet you live on, yeah. but the bank gave them the loan. Yes. But yet, what we did is we took a body of people and made them feel awful mm-hmm. about living the American dream. That's exactly right. You know, yeah. we, we put them in a category of this kind of person. No, it wasn't this kind of person. You, you know, my well, best, uh, God, you, you know, and, and, and that stigma is carrying forward. It's, well, it's right here in the forefront. Now. It is right in the forefront. And, and what I end up with in my office is people who are, uh, it's a grieving process. They're in shock. You know, they're good people. 
um, they went to work one day and said, hey, you've got an hour to get out, and a, and a security guard took them to their desk. They gave them a box. They were out of there in an hour. That's right. And, and what did they do then? Many of them are in their 50s or 60s. Yep. They are a little bit older. And what is their skill set? Where are they going to go? What are they going to do? They not only have to face going home and telling their families, but now they have to deal with their own emotional content, which is up. You know, they feel Here, ashamed. look, I got a new word. You do? Look who gave me the word. Look at, I see that. It, it, banksters. Banksters. The banksters. The banksters did well, it. Yeah. You know, and these are good people. There are, yeah. They are good people. And, you know, part of the conversation, which we're going to t- continue tomorrow when we do the panel on this here, is, um, you know, how quick the judgment things are. Mm-hmm. The other thing is then that, that's just the first part. The second part is then having Susie Orman tell you that you're a jerk because you've lo- used your savings to live. Yeah. I, I mean, it's it's kind of like. People being put in a situation, A, they never thought they'd be put in. Mm-hmm. B, nobody can give them a solution to get out of it. And then when you do the only thing you know how to do, A, I'm going to use my credit cards, and B, I'm going to use my life savings, then Susie will call you pretty much stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and there's something wrong with this, Loretta, and that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, the whole thing is upside down. And actually, I'm going to bring it right back around to personal guidance. I hope you do because it's an emotional topic for me. It's very emotional, and and it's wrong, and we we as a society were put into a how do I say this put into a situation that was outside our control, and now we're out of control. And how do we gain the feeling of being in control back when our need to have this taken care of, or our need to return to our lifestyle, our need to feel safe? You see what I mean? Right. This is so strong right now. And then combine that with, and I'm just going to say it, 2012 and and the the sensational predictions that this is the end of the world. Where do I go with that? And people come to me, they sit in front of me, and they go, Loretta, what is the point? What am I here for? I know. Where And they're in despair. They've lost hope. Um, a lady just yesterday was sitting in front of me. I said, what is it that you really want? What can I help you with? And she said, I want to feel hope. Yeah. I want to feel hope. Yeah. How do I do that and where do I go? And so um, we start by, like I said, going inside the self, reconnecting with the heart, and reconnecting and awakening the authentic self. Who are you and where does your worth and value lie? If it's on all of this stuff on the outside of self, we ultimately can't control it because the truth is life will throw us curveballs. So what are we going to do when that happens? It's not a doomsday thing. Right. But how do we reawaken hope and joy? Well, let me just let me just talk to this for a minute because I want to get your take on this in terms of, uh, you know, personal guidance. Apparently, the personal guidance of a whole lot of people had them do what we now know as Occupy Wall Street. But more important, it isn't just Occupy Wall Street. If you looked at the Time magazine, the protester was a person a year, not just here, but all over the world. You know, so the question then becomes, you know, does the personal guidance systems we have, you know, how does that system take us to that next place? Now, clearly for a lot of people, their next place was saying something and doing something. 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and, and who knows, there might be many, many reasons why people decided to get into that, but they felt they wanted to do something. Yeah. They needed to do something, and, yeah. and more importantly, their voice. Yeah. Where was their voice? Yeah. The voice had been pushed down, and we all have to reclaim the voice. Now, what I mean by the voice is the authentic voice, the voice of the self. And if we, if we go inside a person, and not to get too deep inside a person, but, you know, I mean, we could go really deep. But when did we stop telling ourselves the truth? And, and That's I'm, a great question. When did we stop? Who told us? That should be the title for the first show we do together yeah. on air at the studio. When did we silence our voice, and who told us to do it, and why? You know, I can almost pinpoint the day that that happened to me. Yeah. I can almost pinpoint the day that that happened to me. And so as we're... It was that super promotion that I wanted. That, that, that job that got me into the executive manager. I, I mean, I could. Mm-hmm. I could I, what I did to get that job until I got fired from that job later I, on. Yeah. But, you know, but not all of us are clear about that. Oh, no. But don't you think everyone at some level knows yeah. that they've been, their yeah. voice has been silenced yeah. in some way? Yeah, yeah, they do. And, in fact, when I do ask my, my clients that question, and they will look at me startled, and they'll have an answer. Really? And they know when it got shut down. Mm. They know how deep it got buried, how long it's been quiet, and they also know what it's going to take to awaken it. And so as we begin to awaken, I'm, I'm observing a lot of things. I'm observing people going through a grieving process, and they get really angry. They get angry that life is the way it is and that, that they got silenced and they got held down and they got held back. This is where the personal guidance system really starts to kick in. What does it say about me? My first reaction is anger. <laughs> I don't stay there very long. I actually do. You know ang- what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, actually, y'all here we go. I do anger management here classes. But <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. You know. All right. Anger management. <laughs> well, see, the point is, though, that you have to feel it. You have to. I, You know, I think most of us learn how to stuff things pretty well. Yeah. You know, now, not so much anymore. But I, But I will tell you, I can't tell you how many people around me, especially in these past three weeks, have cautioned me about how I behave. <laughs> you I don't know be- what they think I'm going to do. But, you know, it's if you do express emotion, especially anger, you can clear a room. I'm telling you, if we were to have a little anger thing going on here, we would clear this place out. Well, you know what? I cleared a hospital floor <laughs> out getting kicked off. You know, we we are be everybody's like happy with balloons and stuff here. Could you manage having a little road rage in the aisle? Yes. Well, anger is a is a non acceptable emotion. I don't know where it's acceptable for, um, for women, especially especially I think. for women. As a little girl, I was taught good girls don't get angry. If you get angry, guess what happens? You go to your room until you decide to be a good girl, and then you come out and smile, and so you make everything okay, right? But one thing I've learned through uh, the study of Reiki, and especially the study of the Chinese elements, because Reiki is Japanese yeah. and, and, and very similar to Chinese medicine, is that anger, anger actually is a movement of energy. And anger is, in it can feed 
the positive, let's say you get really angry about something, you decide to do something about it, it can lead you oh, into totally. joy. That's a, let me tell you something. Yeah. I'm sitting here because of that. It's really true. <laughs> you know, I am. I mean, I'm sitting yeah. here because of that. Because of, you know, that little veneer of anger, you know, sometimes it's just enough to get you off the couch. Yes. To get you out of the world, to get you back into school, you know, to get you to volunteer. You're tired. Let me just tell everybody out there. One of the things that absolutely saved my life when I was looking for a job uh, and didn't get one was going and volunteering. I went and volunteered in Seattle at the Chicken Chicken Soup Brigade. Ooh. I volunteered there, and I learned a level of humility that I will always appreciate. But there are things we could do, and you and I are going to talk a lot. Thank you so much Thank for you. joining me here today. Give out your website. Very, very fun. My website is www. ReikiOasis.com and Reiki is R-E-I-K-I O-A-S-I-S info at ReikiOasis.com and if you want to join me on Facebook please do and then you can see how beautiful I am (laughs) she looks like okay I'm going to say you know she looks like don't you you don't know who she looks like no bring it what you got Oh, I thought you knew everybody. I like how she said, bring it. Bring it. No, no, no. Bring really. it. No. I like that. Ooh, ooh. I guessed. No, what'd you get? Oh, did you say Linda Ronstadt? Linda Ronstadt. Linda Ronstadt. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get Linda Ronstadt's picture up here in a minute. Thank you. consciousness perspective the hosts on transformation talk radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift a new vision for a collective future they are empowering and helping all of us experience a powerful wave of personal shifts and cultural change as we break through to even greater levels of awareness take down our toll-free number 1-800-930-2819 call in connect Make sure you tap into some of the world's most empowering psychics, healers, and more. Get an on-air reading with the best. Tune in. TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. We'll see you there. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Don't touch that dial. We'll be beginning a brand new show at the top of the hour with one of our amazing hosts, Transformation Talk Radio. Talk radio to change the world. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation, transformation, transformation talk radio. Transformation Talk Radio is designed to attract people like you and like me. Millions of people across the globe are looking to up-level their lives. If you have a message and want to take it out on Transformation Talk Radio, make sure you give us a call, 1-800-930-2819, or send an email to host 
at TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to host your own show on one of the fastest growing transformative networks in the world. Transformation Talk Radio. 